You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. about to admit something that is going to probably cause me physical illness. But there's a team yesterday in the NFL that proved itself, at least in the short term, and it makes me uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable. <sighs> I hate football so much. Ken LeVick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the hot and uncomfortable Intracoastal. By the way, welcome back from suspension, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, who I saw walking by our Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios a couple of times this morning. Thought about popping my head out and thanking him for losing the first round draft pick, but opted against it. Why did you get scared of Stephen Ross? Well, I was, was an opportunity for I, us. I, well, I, I should have thanked him for uh, for tanking the upcoming offseason. Hey, Steve, if you're listening, welcome back, and thanks for uh, losing that first-round pick. Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He is my field trip partner today. We are at I Think Financial in Delray. We are hanging out in Delray. Uh, it is free shred day free shred day and so there are a couple of these uh, that are going to be at several i think financial locations throughout palm beach county and the treasure coast but in delray today we are hanging out and so here's the deal with shred day you have your financial documents you have personal items and uh you don't want them laying around nope. you don't want them prone to be taken and then your personal information uh is out there to to be stolen there's a lot of shady characters out there that you i know. never never know who is going to try and prey on you. So what do you do? You bring your documents to I Think Financial. They're going to shred them for you. They're also accepting non-perishable or canned food items at each event as well. Do something great for the community. But it's not just bring your documents by and pay a visit to I Think Financial. Right now, we are we are in the Delray location. And Theo, I'm going to try and paint a picture for you, okay? Yes. We have Braves fan Rachel, who's hanging out with us <laughs> in the lobby. So rough weekend for her. Tough weekend for her, but she's in good spirits. Uh, she's very friendly, and she is providing bags of chips. You'll never guess what Stone was doing, Theo, when I walked into the I Think Financial location. Oh, I heard him because we were talking to him. He was yeah. stuffing his face with chips. It was housing. <laughs> yeah. Housing. What was that? Cheetos? They were uh, Doritos. Oh, Doritos. He was going with the Cool Ranch oh. uh, Doritos. A but classy we got man. some Cheetos, some Fritos, Doritos here. We got some water. We have some uh, some some smoothies, providing smoothies. Uh, I got an Island Green smoothie from Tropical uh, Cafe and Tropical Smoothie Cafe. There you go. And um, um, Stone goes, oh, you got the green one because he thinks he's healthy. And uh, oh, thank you. And and I've been provided a Tropical Smoothie Cafe uh, card, $2 off any smoothie or food. I'm, there's a whole bunch of things they are giving here at I Think Financial. Uh, but he goes, oh, Ken thinks he's healthy, so we got the green one. Of course. I said, Stone, what are you talking about? Look at me. I mean, Theo, you've seen me. This is health. Yeah, yeah. Right you, you are um, – You, if anybody in this office, like, symbolizes health, it's Ken Levick. So, yeah, come on, right. Stone. That's right. All right, we're talking about the same guy who was just stumbling all over the place at a Hard Rock Stadium drunk <laughs> off of tequila. <laughs> he uh, told you that I'm so healthy though. that I'm not used to it. Yeah, yeah. There are also Yankees fans giving us visits right now. Oh, uh, sir, sir, I'm sorry, but you're taking that L in Game Five. Um, so uh, we'll get to we'll get to the postseason. We'll talk about Major League Baseball. Um, if you come by Sporting Yankees gear, I'll trash talk you here at the Delray location. I think financial. Uh, so uh, I I, I want to start with this, and I can't believe I'm going to do this. Um, I have a confession to make. I think the Jets are good. Oh. How, that Hold on. <laughs> I think the Jets are good. Can I tried to tell I, um, you this last week. I tried to no, tell you, you on didn't. Friday. Like we've 
We've gone from Robert Sala panicking clown show, taking receipts, calling out media, that whole thing, to now him saying post game that beating the Packers wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> That's where we've come. That's what we've come to. Sauce Gardner wearing cheese heads and talking all sorts of trash. And the Jets are three and zero on the road. The Dolphins are plummeting out of a plane at thirty five thousand feet. The Jets proved themselves yesterday to me. They, I mean, Theo, we talked about it Friday, and I had already said the Giants had proven themselves to me. The Jets proved themselves because that was not only that was not only a win, a good win in Green Bay. That was a convincing we were much better than the Packers type of win. And I hate to admit it, but the Jets really proved themselves to me. And I, I. I don't know. I want the season to end already. <laughs> that that Jets I'm team, done. they're so good that it really doesn't matter who was playing quarterback for them right now because it's not like Zach Whoa. Wilson was just Zach Wilson's them apart. not the reason for the Jets. You're exactly yeah. Right. They're like blocking punts. They're they're you know the defense is stout and they're stifling Aaron Rodgers and his guys. And then offensively, the backs. I mean, they've got it all. But if they could just I figure know. out that quarterback position, man, maybe Tua should give them a call. <sighs> Brees Hall is a man. I mean, Stone, we've discussed it. Brees Hall's a man. He's a child man. Quinn and Williams on the defensive line, man. Sauce Gardner, dude. You know, we're typically used to watching these Buffalo Bills teams, these Kansas City Chiefs team, where you know inevitably they're going to score on most every single drive they take the field. That's how I felt watching the Jets yesterday. It's like, I think they're going to drive the, okay, touchdown. I think they're going to drive, okay, touchdown. Oh, Aaron Rodgers? Oh, they'll pick him off. Interception. I'm like, okay, this is a different look. It's nothing Zach Wilson's doing. Like, SportsCenter tweeted out a picture of Zach Wilson. The Jets are 4 2 for the first time since. It has nothing to do with Zach Wilson. (laughs) Not a single thing. He has one touchdown pass all year long. One touchdown pass, two interceptions. You look at how they run the ball. You look at how they dominate the line. Yep. You look. Sauce Gardner is not only the best defensive rookie in football, in my opinion. He is a top five corner in the NFL, in my opinion. And he's talking right and now. walking like it as well. You'd have no idea this kid's a rookie. Exactly. So for me, I am. Um, I'm going to have to own it, and it hurts. My my midsection hurts. My heart hurts. My liver hurts. Uh, the whole thing. To admit that the Jets proved something to me yesterday and they're contenders, I have to do it. I just, I have to do it. They proved something to me. Now, there's what happened last night, and I want you guys to listen to Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark was on Get Up this morning. The Eagles uh, take down the Cowboys. They dominated the first half and rode that to a win. Here's what Ryan Clark said about the Eagles, because it sounds like he's had something about Philadelphia proven to him. RC, what statement was made last night? The statement is that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Like, we might as well be done with it. When you look at this team and what they've accomplished throughout this season, you say, okay, no, they haven't played a great defense, or it's not about they haven't seen Doomsday. Well, they saw Doomsday last night. And what we saw was Nick Sirianni, who I remember watching in the first press conference that was supposed to be reading a script, <laughs> couldn't read the script, couldn't play off of the script, had no adjustment to the script. I was like, well, this guy can't coach. He can't even adjust his speech when he gets a job that he's been waiting for his entire life. How is he going to perform on that job he's been waiting for his entire life? He showed you last night. Last night. That plan was was as college and as Jalen Hurts as the offensive plan could possibly be. Yeah. And on the other side of that, and Dan, to get to this, it also affected the Dallas Cowboys' best player. Yeah. And when they needed to make plays in the second half, which they haven't had to do throughout this season, which we didn't see them do against the Arizona Cardinals, Nick Sirianni remembered who they were. Mm. We're physical, we're going to run it, and we have a dude that we can throw it to on the outside that is Ooh. hard as hell to get on the ground. And his name is A.J. Brown. So... Ryan Clark is pretty convinced the Eagles, six weeks into the season, they are going to the Super Bowl. And I can't really argue with them because I don't know if there's another team in the NFC that can hang with the Eagles. And I keep hearing from Cowboys fans today, oh, well, uh, we didn't have Dak. Wait, for the last five (laughs) weeks, Cooper Rush was more than good enough, and you're celebrating him, and you want to broach the topic of maybe he should be the starting quarterback. Then he has a bad game, three interceptions against the Eagles, and now Cooper Rush is bad. So you can make yourself feel better by just putting the whole thing on Cooper Rush. Uh, I mean, Theo, uh, it's, it's weak from a Cowboys fan standpoint. I don't necessarily disagree with Ryan Clark. I think the Eagles showed me that, yeah, they're definitely the class of the NFC last night. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it mattered too much who the quarterback was. And, and some of those interceptions, even with Cooper Rush, I mean, especially the one that where the ball was kind of lobbed out there, it would have been a C.D. Lamb touchdown. Like, it was just the defense making plays. He got hit on that throw, and it went short. Like, 
I'm not sure if Dak Prescott makes a nine-point difference in that game last night. No, no, not at all. Now, for you. Are you eating too right now, Ken? (laughs) I have the Island Green smoothie in my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just so delicious, and I'm so healthy. I can't stop. (laughs) He was hoping you would stop consuming it. He was hoping you were going to talk a little longer. Yeah, I thought your point was going to go on a little longer. (laughs) I'm sorry. Next time, text me ahead. Be like, hey, I want to take a big slurp of this smoothie. All right. (laughs) Uh, Take 45 seconds. I'll let you have the floor for a little bit. Right to the throat, Uh, Chris Collinsworth style, and and keep it going. mm. You know what? Fine. Let's just play it. Let's just play it right just now. get it out of the last way. Last night, because we are wildly immature, last night, since we're talking about the, the Cowboys and the Eagles last night, I present to you Chris Collinsworth on national television, upwards of most likely 30, 35 million people watching this game last night, maybe more. Chris Collinsworth said the following on national television on NBC. Hey, how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? <laughs> Just Why? in case you missed it, let's tee it up one more time here on NBC, the national broadcasting company. Corporation. This is Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football. Hey, how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? <laughs> That's hot. Why would he say that? Not sure. It's got to be on purpose. What do you mean by that? You know, like, it, yeah. Like, at what point do you think it occurred to him at any point where it was like, oh, boy, that was that was spicy? No, I think opposite. I think he tapped his partner on the shoulder like, hey, you like, watch this. you like that one? You like that one? I think he knew exactly what he was doing. This is going to go viral, bro. He knew that Philly fans and Dallas fans are watching. They're already a rowdy, I'd guess, like, uh, unconventional bunch. So uh, he Immature knew- people like us right. are like, dude, so, so, so that sounded like sex. So he knew what he was doing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Theo, who who uh, proved themselves most from a team standpoint yesterday for you? Because I know you were locked in on your Chiefs, who uh, who lost to the Bills. Who was the who was the team that proved themselves to you? Well, I, I kind of went the opposite way on it, and I think the Arizona Cardinals proved themselves to literally be incompetent on offense yet again, <laughs> uh, going up against the yeah. worst defense in the league and putting up nine points on the Seahawks and losing. Like it just was. In a, in a day full of upsets, I think the Cardinals losing to the Seahawks is not getting enough burn. So I got to point that out. I think Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury prove themselves to not be good. Well, I think we're also seeing, and we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. The, the well, actually, a week ago. I, I think a week ago to the day, who's the next coach that's going to get fired after Matt Rule? And I think we're we're broaching that with old Cliff oh, yeah. out there in Arizona. And, and it's funny you say that because last week when we did bring it up, right, I went and checked the odds, and we were looking at plus one fifty. Cliff Kingsbury being the next NFL coach to get cut, he's down to uh, a favorite now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's uh-huh. minus one twenty, uh-huh. so he leads the pack. <laughs> if you want to throw money, I think that's where it should go. Yeah, but he went from plus money. You know, we're not too sure to scoring nine against or, or uh, Seattle, like Theo had just pointed out. Now he's the favorite. To get fired, and I think we all know it's coming. Yeah, he was brought in for one reason, one reason only, bring offense. And uh, you just got stymied by Seattle, which is very difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, what about from a positive? What, what team made you raise your eyebrows and say, boy, that, uh, that was something. Like, I'm sort of sold on them now. Well, I think for the most part, the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, their, their resilience, their, their ability to come back and win that one. I know it's, you know, it's, it's the Saints. The Saints are not exactly the juggernaut that we know the Saints to be in the past couple of years, even the past decade. But it looked like that was a yet another game that they were going to uh, slim through and, and lose. They had to win against the Dolphins, which was a little tainted because it was a Thursday night football game that wasn't really a game after Tua went down. So to see mm-hmm. them pull it out, to see the, the uh, Jamar Chase touchdown in the very house that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase um, took down there for the uh, Sugar Bowl was pretty nice. And I think the Bengals will be, you know, everybody was trying to put them in that same conversation with the L.A. Rams for, oh, Super Bowl hangover. They might not They're even better make the than playoffs. The Rams. Right. Yeah. The Rams still suck, and the Bengals actually look like a good team that might actually make a little rebound here. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Are the Bengals world beaters? No. Are they going to get a buy in the first round? No. But do they look like a team that has the pieces, if they're healthy, to stick around in the playoffs? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And you got to think they have a four or five game winning streak uh, coming. Now, you may have noticed that Theo, because he was locked in most yesterday on the Chiefs and the Bills, avoided saying that Buffalo 
proved the biggest point to him yesterday. <laughs> I was wondering if that were it was where Theo was going to go. Is that I why you asked him. me twice? Is that why you made me give two answers? No, <laughs> no, because I appreciated you going petty with the Cardinals first, but I did want to see who your positive proven point was going to be. But I don't disagree with Theo not bringing up the Bills for this reason. And actually, I'll let Dan Orlovsky explain it. Dan Orlovsky on uh, Get Up this morning on ESPN had the following to say about Josh Allen. Josh Allen was the best player in the NFL yesterday. That's why they won the game. You are 100% correct at the Super Bowl, or certainly on the AFC side, goes right through Western New York. And I remember doing Monday Night Football there, walking away going, this town needs to host the AFC title game. (laughs) But that was as good of a defensive game plan that I've seen in years by Leslie Frazier and his defense. So everybody at home understands it. They threw nine different coverages at Kansas City offensively. They played straight up man. They played man with outside leverage. They played man when the safety robbed from the boundary. They played man when the safety robbed from the field. They played all out pressure. They played cover two bluff. They played straight up cover two. They played man on one side, zone on the other side. I mean, this was a, to your point, a defensive clinic. We got to stop doing the roller coaster ride, though, of, well, the Chiefs played great. Ah, uh, they missed Tyreek Hill. The, the, the Packers <laughs> played great. They missed Devontae Adams. We got to. Mine's the, always hey, never, the never been the off of Tyreek Hill. The difference in the football game yesterday was. Uh, by the way, Devontae Adams, stupid. Go ahead. Josh Allen was the best Rex player Ryan, in the stop NFL. Talking. Patrick mm. made two mistakes. That's the, that's the game comes down to that, plain and simple. I don't think the Bills proved anything yesterday to me. Maybe they proved something to themselves going into Kansas City and finally winning, but the Bills proved nothing to me yesterday because, well, Josh Allen already is the best player in the NFL. That solidified it yesterday. It wasn't a revelation. The Bills are really good. The Bills are better than the Chiefs. I'm not overly in awe of it because – they're just good, and they're just awesome, and they're just dynamic. And I, and I think you're allowed to have that thought, but I think they do deserve recognition. I honestly don't think this team loses, I, I, or at least I don't know where it's coming from, going down the rest of their schedule. Like, they will just continue to beat and trounce all these teams. Yeah, they, they're a 14-15 win team. No, there's no doubt about that. So I think they deserve their love. I know Dan Orlovsky touched on everything that Josh Allen's able to do, but he's clearly the best player in the NFL as it stands right now. And it's as soon as they lost the Dolphins, us as NFL fans and media, we're all like, oh, thank God. We don't have to talk about the the Bills going forward. Yeah, here they are. And here they are right here. So I think they do deserve the recognition because we should have been on this train the entire time. They're the best team in the NFL. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL as it stands right now. Theo, I, I, I know yeah. I know you're, you're, uh, yeah. you've got your Chiefs red glasses on, and I know that, that yesterday uh, it, it might have hurt a little bit. I still think the Chiefs are fine, but yeah. also not even you can deny that the Bills just – they're a force. They're a force, and they are the favorites in the AFC. And the Chiefs might get them in the postseason, but that's the most complete football team I think we've seen in, in a couple of years. Yeah, I would, um, I would pump the brakes on Josh Allen being the unequivocal best player in the NFL right now, but I will um, give you the full goal on saying that the Bills have a better team and should be the favorites in the AFC. For me still, I mean, it, it, doesn't it feel quite obvious what it is right now? Like Patrick Mahomes is still going to have to get more time with these receivers. It seemed like he got a little bit more of a connection with Juju last night. It seems like that yeah. other guys are starting to work their way in. But let's not forget, Josh Allen has been playing with these dudes for quite some time, as well as he's got Stephon Diggs on the outside, Dawson Knox. He's got Gabe Davis. He's got all of these weapons to work around him. Plus, he has the ability to run which I think is the biggest differentiator. But Patrick Mahomes still, to me, the best passer in the NFL. Josh Allen may be a more complete player because, I mean, on some of those plays, it just felt it, – it's it's sick. It's, it's almost like prime Cam Newton watching him sometimes. He's unstoppable Ooh. when he tucks the rock yeah. and, and he goes. He really is. I mean, and that's coming from a guy who, was, who used to be a Panthers fan and is a huge Cam Newton stand like you, Stone. Like, does it not feel very Cam Newton-esque when he, when he takes off with it? It is because, I, you know, I always resort back to this kind of thing. As an offensive coordinator, when you dial up these plays on third and five, like you don't even have to consider what happens when all the guys are covered because like Cam Newton in his prime, he was going to tuck that thing and he was going to get those five yards. That's what we watch Josh Allen do each and every week. And it's really, really similar to Cam Newton because there are guys who still don't want to get in his way. No, hell no. I'm he's sorry. Are he's y'all still a, eating? He's just – why do I keep hearing swallowing no. every other second? Hey, uh, we're just bring, very saliva-y. Uh, I don't know. Uh, why are you hating on us? Bring, bring uh, some I mean, smoothies back here. Over here. 
<laughs> Rachel, saying, Rachel, the people back in studio are asking us to bring them smoothies. All right, well, we're all, right? no, <laughs> we're all out. We're all out. Oh, yeah, they totally cashed out. And yeah, none yeah, of that yeah. healthy stuff <laughs> Except if you come to, I think, Financial in Del Rey, you can still have one, but uh, they're out for the people up uh, in West Palm. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fine. I, I thought, yeah, no, I, I think that I, Josh Allen, that leaping run oh, that he man. made inside the 10. It's unfair. It's so sick. Now, uh, speaking of your point, though, about Mahomes having to get more and more comfortable with his receivers, and I thought you would appreciate this, Stone. Tony Romo made an observation on the final Chiefs drive that eventually ended in an interception or possession, I should say. Mecole Hardman, instead of running on what turned into an improvisation play where Mahomes was flushed out of the pocket, instead of running a flat route, he's still running a route down the field, angling towards the sideline. And Tony Romo's point was you got to make it easy for your quarterback to find you if you run straight to the sideline. Mahomes can pick you out. If you're still running angling towards the sideline, that's a much more difficult throw. That's the type of thing that Mahomes had with Tyreek Hill that he doesn't have yet with Juju, that he doesn't have yet with Hardman. They're not there at this point. It's a really, really good point because, yes, scramble drills are something you don't necessarily go over in practice. And that's Patrick Mahomes' forte, I, I think, most is the scramble drill. When you get outside those hashes, yeah, that is where he thrives, and that is where he does become, I think, the best quarterback in the league. But Miko Hardman has never had that responsibility. He was never that guy. His mind's not trained to realize, okay, scramble drill, time to get open. It was always Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey that he was looking for, and now he's becoming that guy for them, the one who has the you know most reps underneath his belt with Patty, so he's got to figure out how to get that. Really good point from Tony Romo. So, as far as the team that proved the most yesterday in the NFL, I say it's the G- – hold on. Hold on. It's green. It's the Jets. It's it's the Jets. I'm going to see Coquel uh, in, a, in a couple hours here. i got to make sure I relay that message. Hope he's listening. Now, I don't don't even bother engaging him on that because if I see another tweet from him, trash talking about the Jets, just wait. Week 18's coming to the Dolphins, fully healthy or hanging 50 on those fools. Um, uh, Theo thinks that the Bengals uh, are the team that proved the most yesterday because, quite simply, they're fine. They're fine. Are they complete? Are they perfect? No. Are they capable of getting to the postseason and doing damage? Yeah, absolutely. To you, which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? I think the easy route here is the Bills, but they just reinforced yep. to me. They didn't prove anything. They reinforced to me what they are. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888 760 3776. To you, which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? By the way, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. I'm a little worried, Theo, about Bills fans, though, because I don't know if you saw them. Uh, there was a clip from Sal Moriana who covers the, the Bills uh, for the Athletic, and he's at the airport, the Buffalo airport, at 12.30 in the morning after a week six win, and there are hundreds of fans welcoming the Bills back to Buffalo. After a win, Theo, in week six, what if the Bills pull the Bills and get upset before they get to the Super Bowl, before they win the AFC, whether it's in the divisional round or in the AFC championship game. I'm worried for Bills fans because it's such a fever pitch now. The expectations are so heavy. They are so absolutely the favorite in the AFC. If they don't get there, I'm concerned the whole city's just going to fall into Lake Erie. And yeah, then we'll never find any remnant of it again. And, and that's the thing. The, the one thing I'll say is out of all the fan bases I troll, I leave Bills fans alone because they, they not only have they been through so much because I know the 90s, were rough. Um, they also are just really kind-hearted, good people. They really just ride or die for their team. So I'm glad that they're excited about this Week Six win. 
I'm, I'm also, you know, as a person that is coming off of having a Super Bowl already, um, I'm not as uh, – I don't get so hung up on a week six win. You know, if the Chiefs would have won that game, everybody's just single file heading out of Arrowhead Stadium. You know yeah, what I'm saying? you'd just be casual, kind of, hey, yeah. you know what, that's what we do, taking care of business. It's like, okay, yeah, you got to win. You know what happened last night? The Bills beat Daddy. You know what I'm saying? The Chiefs are like <laughs> – Daddy, like big bro to the Bills and Bills Mafia, mm-hmm. they got to win. It felt good. Celebrate it. Be joyous because when the playoffs come around, I'm, I'm just pretty certain. Just like you said, it could be the Dolphins. That, it could be the Jets maybe. I'm, it could be the Bills. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Chiefs. I really, really hate that because I don't <laughs> think anybody watching necessarily thought the Bills beat Daddy. I think it was, you know, your, your little brother hits a growth spurt, and now he beats you in every video game you play. He beats you in any yeah. sport don't that you guys play. Don't the Bills won one game Daddy? last the Bills, night? The Bills feel like the, little bro- like the older brother who was always big and stocky, and but gone- he has, he hasn't, he's stayed at six foot, yeah. hasn't hit his growth spurt. The little brother who's all skinny, and he's the guy they pick on, all of a sudden hits his growth spurt. Now he's standing six foot yeah. six, 250 pounds, and I'm, he beats you in everything. I'm telling you, Theo, I do, now that Stone's explained it, I also, like Stone said, I hate that. <laughs> I'll say it like Stone. I'll say it like Stone. I, I've got to tell you, I hate that. You're right. Uh, I mean, Stone is 100% on with this. The Bills, they were they were two years ago scrawny, mm-hmm. no muscle definition, high-pitched voice, uh, they, the, the big ears, and they're just sort of spindly and not much coordination. Last year, all of a sudden, they looked down. Maybe there was a little hair on their chest, and their voice is cracking a little bit, and they're like, whoa. There's some changes here. <laughs> and now they are fully through puberty. They are, are full of body hair. They are saying, come look at me. Look how majestic this is. The voices change. They have pecs now. Ooh. They have biceps. Mm, cool. uh, they're squatting 500 pounds. And then you're like, my God, uh, that was an unbelievable transformation. They're, they're full of acne. Like They are just total right in the middle of puberty. The bills... The Bills are big brother turning daddy. I'm with Stone on this. I'm sorry, Theo. It, it sounds good, but I have 13 reasons why the Buffalo Bills and the Bills Mafia uh, don't really feel like daddy. And there's a reason why they were the ones celebrating in the street over a six, uh, week six win. <laughs> they still feel those 13. See, they still feel them. See what you, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. you see that? It was a little no, double no, entendre. Yeah, well, <laughs> entendre? I know it's entendre. I was just... Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, okay. We were just, worried. Yeah, because yeah. before the show, uh, the silent assassin, Christian Cat, who's running things uh, back in West Palm Beach, he called a possum an opossum. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's just a possum. Not like, not like opossum, but a possum, like a possum. He so badly possum. wants to rebut you guys right now, but he's the silent <laughs> assassin. So, yeah. 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 Uh, so, is it actually an opossum? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't just know. Just give me a nod if is it is. Is it a possum or... He said no. He's wrong. He's wrong. Okay. It's a possible. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Uh, which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? And also, is it possum or opossum? Uh, and, and by the way, this is a message from Rachel at I Think Financial, our new friend here in Delray. She's awesome. Uh, she's taking care of us. She just wants you to know, Theo, that if you want a smoothie like we're having at I Think Financial, me a delicious island green smoothie, if you want one, she'll take care of you by informing you that Wednesday at the West Palm Beach I Think Financial location. It's a shred day there. So go check it out from 10 to 1 and you can have your own smoothie, okay? Oh, yeah. How about that? shred it, baby. And it is yeah, an opossum, so. by the way. I just looked it up. It's a possum. No, it's spelled, I know, O-P-O-S-S-U-M, oh, but I think it's just pronounced goodness. possum. I know it's spelled opossum, the, but I think it's possum, the way you say it. Okay. Uh, you know what? The, what, what, the, what? Are you mad at you, me now? Did you just, did you, I'm very mad. Did you just look it up, and then you, you saw that it had an O in front of it, and then you think you're supposed to use the O? Oh, yeah. Okay, I just looked up the pronunciation. It says possum. So <laughs> Yeah. It's like people who call Illinois, Illinois. Yes, the S is there, but you don't pronounce it. It's Illinois. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888 <laughs> 888-760-3776. We are never invited back to I Think Ooh. Financial again. Hold on Let's now. go to the phone. Uh, what? Oh, I just, I just looked this up. It says, in technical or scientific context, opossum is preferred. 
So me and Christian Cat are the scientists, the mad scientists oh, here. Are we scientists? No. Yeah, I, you're I, common last folk. time I checked, you're common last, <laughs> last time I checked, Theo, you're not exactly a a maestro of the of of animal species. Well, last time I checked, I'm really was good. Not at, at all. Yeah, he's a TV sports broadcaster. I'm really good at animal analogies. Ken, you don't remember last week when I nailed it? <laughs> And Stone he did actually it? did. Yeah, so. remember when he was making up analogies two weeks <laughs> yeah. ago? Now he was actually on it Friday. Yes. Uh, let's go to Anthony in Palm Beach. Anthony's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Anth? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, how you guys doing today? Great. Good, man. How about you? I'm great. You know, uh, last week we were talking about the Falcons. Uh, how do you, how do you think they fare uh, against the 49ers? I think they fare pretty well, and looking this morning, the the Falcons have one of the most out of nowhere efficient offenses in the entire NFL. Yes, sir. Um, how do you how do you uh, <laughs> how do you think the Giant the Giants did too as Oof. well? Oof. I mean, they they're good. They're good. I I called contender Friday, and they're good. They're a very good team. I just don't know if this was more about the Giants or more about Lamar Jackson in the fourth quarter and them just continuing to blow these leads. I don't necessarily give this one to the Giants. Though. Anthony, appreciate the call. Uh, Theo, I um, Was he like pulling seeing... receipts? Was that Robert Sala? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like... What do you think about? Uh, let, me, let me read you this tweet, and you're going to, um, you're going to hear from Josh Cohen at 4 o'clock today here on ESPN 106.3. Josh Cohen and the home team. Uh, he had some thoughts on, on Lamar Jackson. And I read this tweet, and I don't know if I agree with it. Here's, here, here's the tweet. Lamar is going the wrong way in his contract demands. The only way he's getting a fully guaranteed deal is if it's for half of what the Ravens previously offered. He's not worth today what he was in August. I don't agree with that at all. I would argue it's reinforcing that they need vast changes on defense. Every single Ravens game goes the exact same way. Yes. Lamar gets them a lead, they get to the fourth quarter, and the defense loses the Ravens the lead. Theo, I don't agree with Josh's tweet at all. If anything, now I'm really focused on getting them locked up so we can address the defensive issues that the Ravens have. Yeah, it was another fourth quarter collapse, and if you're expecting Lamar Jackson to put up 14 points every quarter, including the fourth to keep padding the lead, I mean, that is a lot to put on his shoulders, not that the Ravens haven't already put the weight of the whole offense on his shoulders for his whole career. But, uh, yeah, it's weird to blame Lamar Jackson when he's gave them leads in pretty much every game they played this year. But if I had to jump on Josh's side there, like this is playing right into the front office's hands, is it not? Like if they didn't want to pay him in the first place, now they can cherry well, pick yeah, whatever statistic they want about him blowing leads, completion percentage in the fourth, right, turnover margin, losing that because of him. And I'm not saying it's necessarily his fault, but I think if the front office actually didn't want to pay him what he was worth, I think they do have a stronger well, case now than they did. Because now they can appeal to the simpletons. Exactly. That, that is accurate. But how many fourth quarters are they just going to leave Lamar to say, save us? Save us. It's, it's insane. I've never seen anything like this. The Ravens, every game is the exact same thing. Pay Lamar his money. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We got a bunch of you on the phones. We'll get to you when we return. We are at I Think Financial in Delray. It is free shred day. Come on out. Bring your financial documents. Get those shredded up. You don't want people getting their hands on them. Also, bring out a non-perishable or canned food item as well. Drop it off. They're taking them here at I Think Financial. They've got chips. They've got smoothies. They've got the whole thing. They're taking care of you. Rachel will say with a smile, here you go. Enjoy. And you'll say, man, I'm glad I came out to I Think Financial. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone the Bando. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Uh, yes. You know what it's close to uh, close to being? You know what it's close to being? It's close to being heat season. Ooh-wee! Close to being heat season. In fact, Wednesday. Wednesday, we are going to have our special countdown to heat show. Starting at 3 
as opposed to noon here on ESPN 106. Plenty of special visits lined up as well. It's going to be awesome. What are they? It's a secret. But when you get down to the heat, when you go see the heat this year, and and don't buy into this, oh, they're a playing team nonsense. Uh-uh. They're still a top four team in the East, I believe. I believe. In Riley, we trust. In Spo, we trust. And if you don't believe, you're a coward. I'm going to say it. So... Put on your big boy pants and get on the Brightline to go see the heat. Okay, stations West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. Brightline, gobrightline.com, and the free Brightline app. If you want to do the Ken Levicka style here, then what you're going to do is get the premium seats. You're going to get the premium seats. You're going to walk into the station wherever you pick up the Brightline big yellow train, and you're going to walk in and get a snack. And it's, uh, it's on the house. You're going to get a drink. It's on the house. For me, I got the old Pinot Noir. I'm going to sip it, sip it, sip it, get on the train. Same thing. It is first-class service on a train. No traffic, no nonsense. You're not held up. It's the only way I go to the heat now is on Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Enjoy the Wi-Fi. Enjoy the AC. Enjoy the comfort. And enjoy looking to your right if you're heading south and seeing just traffic, cars all over the place, and you're in the train, and you're just riding right past it. Taunt him. Be petty. It's what Brightline's for. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Ken, That's Ken, Ken. Brightline. Here comes Pierre. Here comes Pierre. Mmm. Pinot Noir, please, Pierre. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's the type of treatment you get at Brightline. Oh, that's a big pour. <laughs> oh, wow. that is a huge pour. You know, that's good. That's good. That's like a double or triple pour right there. I'm actually going to need, based on my performance at the Canes game last week, and I'm going to need some help getting into FTX Arena after I leave the train. That's GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. Theo is in studio in West Palm. Stone and I are in Delray at I Think Financial. Join us for free Shred Day at the Delray location. Uh, Tomorrow, their Fort Pierce location, 10 to 1, has free shred day. Go out, bring your financial documents, get them shredded up, bring an unperishable or canned food item, and also get yourself some goodies, some snacks. Uh, Hutchinson Island on Thursday, 10 to 1, free shred day. Sebastian next Monday, Vero Beach on Tuesday, Stewart Wednesday, St. Lucie West on Thursday, all of these free shred days at the locations at, I think, Financial Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Uh, I I admitted that the Jets proved something to me yesterday. I already was sold on the Giants, but the Jets, that's a a really good win yesterday. And it's not that they beat the Packers, but it's how they beat the Packers. They just out-executed the Packers. That said, I guess Theo beating the Packers any longer. I've now, back-to-back weeks, the Giants proved themselves contenders to me because they beat the Packers. And now the Jets are basically doing the same, I think is what I'm saying. Is it that much of an accomplishment right now, the way the Packers are playing offense and as bad as Aaron Rodgers is? Uh, to, to Should I be using the Packers as a, a litmus test for whether a team is real or not? Well, I'll say this. I mean, he went to Aaron Rodgers went to overtime with Bailey Zappi, then he loses to Daniel Jones, and then he loses to the guys around Zach Wilson. I won't even say he loses <laughs> to Zach Wilson. Well, yes. Guess who he has next? He has one of Stone Labanowitz's favorite guys in all of the NFL, Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders. Can the Commanders Uh-oh. become contenders by doing what the uh, passing the, the test of Ken Lavica and beating the Packers? We'll have to see next Sunday. Oh, God. <laughs> Bring your popcorn, folks. <laughs> Bring Carson. your lunch pail and your popcorn. Carson Wentz versus slumping Aaron Rodgers. For real, though? I mean, sign me up. I, I called the Jets one over the Packers. I don't even have the guts to say that Carson Wentz can, can do any semblance of uh, taking down the Packers. And the Commanders will be at home. But, yeah, man, I think it's 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 something to beat the Packers. I, I don't know if it's isn't, everything, but it's something. Isn't Carson Wentz thummy? Though he he's is. got a little thumb issue, he is. It is his throwing hand as well. Maybe he'll so get more accurate. Staying. I've been on the edge of my seat Stone's, waiting for Stone's that Stone's been staying vigilant and lighting a candle for the thumb <laughs> of Carson Wentz. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Patrick is in Boynton, and he's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Patrick. Yeah, how's it going, Ken? Good, buddy. Uh, so, for teams who proved something, I've never been much for believing in karma and curses, but maybe the Cleveland Browns shouldn't have paid 250 mil guaranteed to to 
you know, the guy that they yeah. did. And yeah. maybe we're seeing a little bit of karma and curse. It's a little... This whole we can last till week 11 with Jacoby Brissett isn't looking too good, and I'm loving it. Yeah, did, did he just pull a Voldemort on Deshaun Watson though? He like did. He who should not be the named. man who shall not be named. <laughs> he, he, Harry Potter, the uh, the Browns. But I will. Here, here's what I'll say, Patrick. I am getting, like you, uh, a, a sense of satisfaction knowing that. And I don't like to see Jacoby Brissett struggle. He's a local guy, Dwyer product. We root for him, but. There is some celebration that I'm feeling that the Browns are struggling like they are, losing games that they shouldn't lose, and then looking inept. And now they're going to hinge their entire competitive hopes this season on a return week 12 of Deshaun Watson, who has, again, another allegation of sexual assault coming his way. That franchise is dirty. Just absolutely dirty. And Patrick, appreciate the call. I think what, what... is proven to me is that I'm actively now rooting against the Browns and it's all shaping up to be their savior being that guy at the end of the year. Literally being that guy. It is so gross. And and I think when you have to set the table for a guy and I I look at how quarterbacks handle going into games, like you need a clear mindset. Like he's going into this game, they're throwing him to the wolves, right? He hasn't seen the field in three seasons and now this team's going to have a losing record walking into week 11 against the Texas saying, hey, everybody, go do your thing. Like, we need to win games. And he has no experience. He has no chemistry with these guys. You don't know how much he's been hanging out with them. So it's a really bad situation and I think us collectively are very happy about it. I don't think there's anybody that's upset that the Browns are looking the way they look. I mean, Theo, at this rate, there could be five more allegations against uh, (laughs) Deshaun Watson by the time he comes back. He's pretty efficient in that category. Yeah, I mean, he, it's, it's it's looking that way, the way that he's uh, kind of been, you know, behaving himself, or I guess the way he was behaving himself. I hope he's uh, cut it short now. But I'm looking at this Brown schedule as well right now, and, and they might lose the next five games uh, before yeah. Deshaun Watson comes back. They're at the Ravens next week. After that, they have Monday Night Football hosting the Bengals, who, again, we just said is actually a good team again. Then they have to mm-hmm. come to Hard Rock to face your Dolphins. Then they get to go to Buffalo to play the Bills, the best team in the league. And then finally they get a break when they get to host Tom Brady and the Bucks. But I don't know, man. It, it's a tough slate ahead the next five games. Deshaun Watson could be could be walking into a uh, pretty bad situation, which I guess he's used to now. Now, a little bit ago I said that I hate that for something that you said. I absolutely love what you did. Oh, Stone's Bay. back on Theo's good side. Because what a dumpster fire. <laughs> this Buccaneers, this Tom Brady-led Buccaneers team, a display of – they gave us yesterday the way he looked. What I mean, we could literally go on and on. Oh, about, we're going to. Don't worry, Tom Brady and these Buccaneers. Don't worry, we're going to. We didn't forget people. Jeanette, Jeanette's uh, on a three-game losing streak right yeah. now to uh, her so, teammates. We didn't do this on the air, but uh, we did this as a side bet in the office that will play out on the air. So Jeanette is challenging every ESPN West Palm teammate that's a fan of the team that the Bucks are playing and has so this season. She has lost three straight, whether it be the Packers, where this past week she had to read a love letter written by marketing director Courtney, who is a Packers fan, expressing her love for Aaron Rodgers. That was funny. This week, uh, Theo, because the Chiefs beat the Bucks. She lost a bet to you. What is she doing uh, this week? This week she will be um, rapping a verse from Hot in Here by Nelly. <laughs> it- <laughs> That's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be <laughs> hilarious. And uh, Tina Home Team, who is a Steelers fan, the Bucks lose to Pittsburgh. So that means that Jeanette, Wednesday or Thursday of next week, will be doing one of uh, the Ken Levicka live shows that she is on in a B costume. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Black and yellow. So she just taking L's. You know, Scott. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I, Theo, I was going to say, we had to coerce uh, Tina into taking that bet um, because she was afraid her Steelers would lose and she won it. Good thing the Bucks have the Panthers next week and there's no sound of any uh, Panthers fans around here. So we're good. Whoa, that, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's where I step in. Okay. <laughs> I, that's where I put on my PJ Walker oh, cape and I take Jeanette on. The fighting Bakers. It's PJ Walker. It's the fighting PJ. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> right bet now. to take at this point. I mean, she's that's uh, actually a great. Yeah. Fine, good. Let's try and hand her a fourth straight <laughs> loss. Uh, Scott in Jupiter on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Scott. Hey, fellas. So going back to. Evan Cohen about two or three weeks ago, maybe, just maybe, the Browns are trying to get Tommy from the Bucks 
to come play for the Browns. What about that? If I was Tom Brady, I would stay a million miles away from Cleveland. You think your legacy's tarnished, Scott? I'd rather retire. You don't want to go out like that. And they don't have the pieces. Uh, and they don't have this, the front know, office or anything. Andrew Barry's uh, good. You know what, Ken? He's going out in a bad uh, – it, it's actually sad. I, I just it like is kind of sad. The way that he's going out is actually sad. He should have retired, I, I felt bro. that. I, I felt that yesterday, and I'm with you, and thank you, Scott, for the call. Are you kidding me? I did me? feel sad for Tom Brady, and then I quickly got over it. <laughs> I was say, what yeah. do we feel bad about? Yeah, I had a moment of weakness, and then and then I celebrated you it. You signed up for this. In my opinion, he's the one who got Bruce Arians kicked out the door. He's taken this time off. He doesn't show up on Wednesdays. We saw what he did this weekend in, in attending Robert Kraft's <laughs> wedding on a Friday night, then skipping his team's walkthrough on Saturday, and then losing to a Kenny Pickett slash Mitch Trubisky Steelers team. Who the hell feels bad for this guy? And then Theo, Tom Brady has the gall after missing Wednesday and missing Friday and missing Saturday to uh, to go at his offensive line on the sideline for all the cameras to see yesterday. Yeah, I think what's happening with Tom Brady is we've seen him be ultra competitive his whole career, and then for one year this year, he's like taking it back some, and I think 90% of Tom Brady is just not enough. And I don't even know if he's giving them 90% right now. Like, Yeah, it's not I, like when you're Josh going Allen. to a – you're going uh, to uh, to to a wedding on Friday of a game week. That's definitely not ninety percent. You're in the the seventy range <laughs> yeah. at You're that skipping point. Skipping walkthrough on a Saturday. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll keep taking your calls. Hang with us. Ask Steve's comes up at one o'clock. Steve Policiner, president of Good Karma Brands. We're at I Think Financial in Delray. Free shred day. Come on out, have a snack, and get some of those documents shredded. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone the Banner, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. By the way, Heat Twitter's all over the place. We're amongst one of the greats with Heat Twitter here at I Think Financial. And so what I'm going to say, because there's been a lot of debate about Duncan Robinson and whether or not he has a, a spot solidified in the rotation, here's what I'll say about Duncan Robinson. He's put the work in in the offseason. The man had a good preseason. Uh, he, he looks bigger. He looks more in shape. He looks more confident. What I'll say right now initially I think he is in the rotation. I do think he's probably a second unit guy. Yeah, and if, I think he's a second unit guy. And if you're a Duncan Robinson stand, listening to interviews and what he said in, in some of those, he's happy last season went down the way it went down. Like he needed to face. Well, I'm not happy the way last season went down <laughs> with Duncan Robinson. He, I'm glad he, he is. He said he was able to sit in the dark and kind of realize who he was, what his strengths are, and play to them. He's bulked up. He looks better. He's playing a lot better. He looks more aggressive. I think he needed last season as a human being more so than a basketball player. I think and he still if looks you're like Pat King. Riley. He still looks like what? Sheen from Jimmy yeah, Neutron. Just, I don't just, think he looks you can't better. Just drop a Jimmy Neutron. A reference. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. You don't know who I'm, Sheen I'm probably is? too old for a I mean, Jimmy Neutron. Not for Ken. Yeah. Ken, you can't Popular drop thing. that on Ken. I yeah. knew it there. You know Carl. You know his dog Goddard. Like, okay. Yeah. I have no idea that? what you're talking about. Got a blast. But if I'm Pat, if I'm Pat Riley, if I'm Pat Riley, I also need to feature Duncan Robinson. Get that trade value up. Mm. Get that trade value up. Because this is going to be a work in progress. It's fluid this season, okay? It's fluid. But Duncan Robinson's one of your more valuable trade ships if we can put up some numbers here over the first couple of months of the season. So do I think he's a part of the rotation early? The answer to that is yes. Also, starting to feel bad about the fact that I think the Dolphins might be the worst team in the AFC East. Mm, no, don't do that. Don't do that. No. They I had to sit through on the drive here 30 to 45 minutes of Carlin and Canty talk about Celebrate. these New York Jets are the second yep. best team in the AFC East. I, I still think they're a fully healthy Dolphins team, but that's going to be impossible now because everybody's just dropping uh, into, into the morgue. Nick Needham. Out for the year. Huge Torres Achilles. That's massive. Uh, Taron Armstead, is, apparently he's going to be fighting this toe all year long. You get Tua back this week. But this is this Dolphins offensive line is an abomination. It, there was no depth there. And so as soon as you lose your tackles, then you're dead. 
And that's exactly what's happening right now. Which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. We'll do plenty on the, on the Dolphins later. We also have to wonder why Bob Kraft is scheduling a fall wedding. One of the more bizarre things that, uh, that I've ever seen. Ernesto in Boynton. What's up, Ernesto? Good morning, fellas. Don't be upset, guys. Why do you guys sound so gloom? Theo, you should be not even <laughs> sound so upset. You got a blip on the screen, dude. That, that was just, you just, there's two Goliaths going toe to toe. One of them had to go down. And, and, you know, did you, it was, it was there. It was, it was for everyone to see. That was going to be who's going to represent in the AFC. That is going to be the representation. That's going to be the, that's going to be the championship game. It's going to be them. That's gonna, right. They're going to rematch. They're going to be seeing each other again. So that's pretty much what we're going to see in the AFC. NFC, how about my Giants? The yep. Mr. I don't believe Danny Mr. Dumpoff is doing it again. He's Danny dumping Dump it off. off. Baby. That's all I want. Danny Dumpoff, keep on dumping it off. No interceptions still to this day, people. I love my day! Especially when we win. Let's go, guys! <laughs> that never gets old. Ernesto, I'm glad, I'm glad that Ernesto had a good weekend. A great weekend. What are they, 5-1? and one? Giants oh fans are just riding high. He's allowed to do that. He has free range. You have the floor, Ernesto. Go ahead. Football sucks. Football is bad. You know what is good, though? If you could, Silent Assassin Christian Cat, cue up the fancy... Horse music, please. Horse music. There it is. <laughs> it's fancy. And it's horsey. Oh, look, there goes Pierre. <laughs> Pierre might be out at the FIP World Polo Championship, drinking some Pinot Noir and watching the best polo players and some of the finest horses that the world has to offer. The opening ceremonies of the FIP World Polo Championship in Wellington, October 29th. It goes through November 6th. Wellington at the USPA National Polo Center, formerly the International Polo Club. That is where you will see countries like the U.S. is the host. Argentina, the defending champions, Mexico, Uruguay, Italy, Spain, Australia, and Pakistan come together to compete for the polo equivalent of the World Cup. This is a perfect lead-up to the soccer version of the World Cup. This is the horse version of the World Cup, the FIP World Polo Championship. USA team hits the field on ESPN. You are going to be able to catch the festivities on ESPN, but you want to be out there at the USPA National Polo Center. Find out more, USPAPro.com, USPAPro.com. Get your tickets and come out. The opening ceremony, October 29th. We'll have updates throughout the course of the tournament here on Ken Levick Live. It is the FIP World Polo Championship beginning October 29th at the USPA National Polo Center. Once again, get your tickets and all info at USPAPro.com. That's USPAPro.com. Com. When we return, we bring some brains into the festivities. He is the president of Good Karma Brands. He'll take your questions, and we'll chat with a man who knows something about everything, whether it be sports, whether it be business, whether it be family, whether it be pop culture. The man is intelligent. It's why we have him, the president of Good Karma Brands, Steve Politziner. Ask Steve's when we come back. Theodore CWP, TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stolen Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.